0: You're listening to All To Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral. Hello and welcome to All To Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral, with me, Steve Sidwell, and my former Chelsea teammate and England international, Joe Cole. Hello, Treacle. How are you doing? You are right. <laughs> great a, to, mate, it's great, mate. That's a good intro. It's, it's listen, I, I can't even remember where that came from, but it's great to have you. I think it comes back to the Only falls and Aussies days, is yeah. not it, when I was yeah. seeing that on the initiation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that was a meant city. <laughs> so that was a, maybe we'll get out at the Christmas party again. I don't think Essie and Drogba and Emberley M- 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 have really caught wind <laughs> of it, did they? you laugh, <laughs> miles and miles. Don't, it could come out. Um... So, look, Smithy's off, gallivating up and down the country on Sky yeah. Sports duty, so there's been a tactical change. Yeah. Sub's been made. I'm in the hot seat. Are you happy, Gaffer? I'm delighted, mate. I'm on a free transfer. Yeah. We need to hit the ground running, all yeah. right? So we need to start the show with a bang. Uh, you know, turn them, early doors, get yeah. involved, get in their face. Yeah. No regrets. Yeah. A few cliches from the dressing room. <laughs> those cliches from the dressing room. I'm real. I'm real. Love them. Sunday yeah. league cliches.
1: And no um, matter where you are in the country, like who are you playing for? Even the Sunday league, like it's the same. Same. I'm talking the same shit. And when I'm playing for my Sunday league tonight, yeah. I see everyone saying Chelsea. It. Let's get in their faces early, lads. lads like, you Do you about? reckon that still goes on uh, in the top?
0: Can you can you see Greenish going to Kev? <laughs> hey Kev, listen. Uh, turn the Ronnie doors Greenwood. Greenwood into Ronaldo. Ronnie. Ronnie. Turn them Turn them <laughs> Mate, I'll tell you, there's,
1: there's a few old school managers still lurking
0: about in there.
1: there is. Well, look,
0: we're talking about uh, football, men and women's, so let's bring in our guest. Yeah. Um, our guest today is a Leeds Doncaster Bells and England legend. Yeah. Who's absolutely a top-class pundit now. Um, she's made her England debut at age 17 and went on to make 93 appearances for her country. Wow. Winning the International Player of the Year Award, not once, but twice. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the one and only Sue Smith.
2: Like that little introduction. What, Thank you. For that's, what that. the for that that's what
0: I do to CV. That's what I do. I just get it and give it to the good <laughs> players. That's what that, that's, I made a career of That. So, so look, is, is that the same in men's and women's dressing room? them cliches they still come out.
2: It's exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. and I was laughing when you guys were saying it yeah. because no matter what level you play at. You always get that So it's get in their faces Get stuck in early yeah. on If you're like a midfielder It's like can you get the ball Give it easy You know it's those sort of things yeah. That no matter what level Whether it's male or female Yeah, yeah. those cliches was, wow. was
1: you a shouter in the dressing room?
2: Not really no No? No I was like I like to have a bit of fun. I was quite relaxed, yeah. quite you know. Whereas some people are just totally focused, aren't they? And yeah. they don't want to have a laugh and a joke. Mm. I was a bit of a dancer and liked to have a bit of a, a bit of a joke. Yeah. The one, I... the one that always got me, like no regrets, no regrets. Oh yeah. <laughs> Come on, no regrets.
0: Awesome about <laughs> we, <laughs> there was some nonsense. There were was some nice ones. Yeah. Uh, so uh, look, we're talking about the uh, the women's game. It's just literally going from strength to strength mm. at the moment, isn't it?
2: It really is, yeah. And it, it's great to see. And I, I think. You know, looking back to when when I first started playing, it was very much like I had to play for a local boys team because there wasn't any girls' teams around. Whereas now there's so many opportunities for young girls to to get involved early doors. They've obviously got academies linked to WSL sides, linked to championship sides. So they're getting good coaching from from an early age really so they've they've got that good sort of structure in place that you can progress through same with the England team I went straight yeah. from I was playing for Tranmere Rovers went straight into to playing for the England women's team at, at 16 which yeah. was just a massive step up you know right. whereas now they've got the age ranges that you can go through and yeah. so yeah it's just getting better and better and it's it, it's just great to see so, so
1: Karen Carney was a similar sort of journey she was in mm. England squad at a young age how, how was that when you first like 17 imagine when I, mean, I got in at sort of 18, how was that going and walking into that dressing room with all them with all the women
2: yeah but you a kid not you, you 16, are. Mm. It? yeah and it, it was tough even just like going away from home for like long yeah. periods of time and you, you've obviously you've watched these women and you've sort of I suppose they're like your role models, yeah. aren't they? And you go in, you're a bit like, wow, yeah. this is... Um... But yeah, I think as well as a kid, though, you don't have any fear. You know, I just wanted yeah. to play. I was just like, let me have an opportunity and, and let me play. So I think I made my debut at like 17. But it was just a big step up from playing at Tramme. Yeah. Probably not yeah. getting the, the coaching that we would, you yeah. know, they would have got now. Um, to suddenly like every day you're getting coached. And it's just things like, you know, knowing the right things mm-hmm. to eat and stuff. Because you're going from a completely amateur Mm. A, a tramir Like paying to play to so then suddenly You're at a, you know, a professional Set yeah. in England So yeah I just want to go back on
0: there You said like When you started You went into a boys team Yeah So how did you feel Going into that yourself And how was you accepted Then as well Yeah
2: They, they were great The, the lads really? were great Even now I'm still yeah. mates with a lot of them I still play five a side With a lot yeah. of them um, And what age was that I was five when I first started wow. So I, I went to watch my brother play So my brother played for the local boys team And, and yeah. the manager there was, was great He was like, if she wants to play, let her, let her come yeah. and play And yeah. my mum and dad had took me to dancing and gymnastics And sort of girly things And I was just like, yeah. it's not for me yeah. You know, just wanted to play football and yeah. Um, So yeah, the boys were great um, It was just a bit, I had to get changed in the referees room yeah. uh, They got changed and obviously the, the, my, the changing rooms and stuff So
1: my little, my little girl, Sue, she just played her first game yesterday It was a, like... It we was at a wedding Saturday uh, Friday night and she got a late call up for the boys' team like, and I'm like can't, can't miss it, like the little girls. They won the game eight one. She played right back with the boys and she absolutely loved it. Like and she's that's the first, like she's in year seven now. And now I've got my two boys and Ruby all on the play at the weekend like yeah. I've got, who do you go and watch now? <laughs> wow. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's... But the boys were great with with her. Yeah. And she actually got man of the match. That's... Well woman of the match.
2: Yeah. yeah. I think it gives you good grounding as well playing against boys. Like yeah. I played up until I think I was twelve when I was stopped playing at to yeah. find a, a girls team then. But yeah, it's um, a lot of girls. I think Kaz would probably yeah. be the same. Rachel Yankee, you know, speak to a lot yeah. of the girls similar age where they started up boys' team and, and made their way through. But yeah. now there is opportunities for, for girls to go into girls' football, yeah. which because there was a few of my mates that wanted to play girls or they wanted to play football, <coughs> but they didn't well, want to play with the lads, so they didn't yeah. have that, so they maybe went into a different sport. Yeah. Um, so yeah,
0: I, I had the same thing with my little girl Emmy. She's six, and she was in the garden, and then she started kicking a ball with the boys. Little left chucker as well. Yeah. And I'm thinking, so my eyes lit up, and you know, like that Jerry Maguire scene at the end <laughs> where the kid throws the baseball and he sort of looks at it to go, there's a pension fund. <laughs> and the wife thinks to say, no, no, child, come on, we've got three boys, just give me the little girl with a pink dress, please, don't put football boots on her, but I'll be happy. But in terms of like obviously your girl and girls now, yeah. Do you reckon that's down to the TV coverage that's getting exposed and it bringing it into early into schools? So that's why they're getting in, involved.
2: Yeah, I think that helps. Yeah. I, I think when you can see your role models on the telly, like growing mm. up, my role models were all male footballers. You know, I didn't. I didn't really have any female role models there wasn't anyone to watch on the TV or um, I just I thought well, I, I, I support Everton I want to play for Everton didn't know yeah. that I couldn't play for the men's team yeah. you know I, I support England I want to play for England but I didn't didn't know there was that journey or that that pathway um, whereas now I think watching it like live all the time yeah. and they've, they've got new fans I think which has been good they've got a lot of new supporters that have watched the game for the first time and thought oh actually this is okay because yeah. I think the, the progression on the pitch is massive and I think that's down to being professional and yeah. being professional for, for a few years now. It's, it's getting better and better. So people want to watch it now. Um, so yeah, I think that the TV coverage is, is great for the game yeah. and, and will only help it, it grow and, and inspire more young girls yeah. to, to play.
0: So I, I take my boy, a uh, sprint coaching down at Kings Meadow and I took him down on a Wednesday and one night and Chelsea ladies are playing Champions League fixture there and I could not believe... Like the, the, the sort of focal point on it, yeah, really. The, yeah. the fans, the TV, yeah. the, the you know, there were smiles on faces. It's, it's really big now, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it is. I think that's what they want. They want it to be like a bit of a one-club <clears throat> thing. So if you support Chelsea, you support the women, you support the men, yeah. you support you know, the, the younger teams coming through. And Chelsea do it well. You know, they've got, like, good mm. support. And I think that's where it needs to get better. I think they need more fans. So it, it's mm. great that people are watching it on the telly, but get them to grounds, get them watching the games yeah. sort of week in, week out
1: yeah chelsea chelsea do, do it well, and i mean i get I get accused of being biased obviously but they do do it well yeah. i know emma because yeah. um, emma's um emma's dad used to manage the pub team which all the boys around our local area used to play in. so so emma actually coached helped him coach as she was a young
2: okay
1: you know that like, and it was a proper rough and ready pub team, so she, emma's been in, in football when she's built up right the way through the level mm. and she's done an unbelievable yeah. job hasn't she oh, I said it I think I've said it on here Sue I think she'll be the first lady to to, to translate into the men's game I think if yeah. the opportunity come I think I, I, knowing her as a character she could she could stand there in front of, of and more than hold her up. I don't know if you, how well you know but yeah. she's a strong she is. woman yeah
2: she really is and I think like you said she's built her way up hasn't yeah. she And when you look at her coaching style and a yeah. technique and not technique, I suppose. It's she just she's very meticulous in everything yeah, yeah, that she does, yeah. isn't she? She wants to sort of do that little bit extra, get those little marginal gains, yeah. and, and you just think everything that she does in the women's game that can yeah. translate into yeah. the men's game. I think yeah. if you're a good coach, you're a good coach. Yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. It, like some of my best coaches were men, you know, that, yeah. that got the best out of me, yeah. and I think it's good to have those in the women's game yeah. male yeah. coaches female coaches and you know why not have a, a female coach in the, mm. in the men's game but it's just having that first one isn't yeah. it it's like yeah. y- there's a lot of pressure if it doesn't yeah. work then is that it there'll yeah. never be any more so.
0: so so going on coaches there you know you've got Serena Viegman now that's took over from Phil Neville yeah. for the England international uh, women's team <clears throat> do you think it's important that female coaches are in managers or or head coaches of female teams or like you said there, I know you said like the men can come into
2: it as well but what's your opinion or anything that you preferred see I don't I don't think it matters I just think if you're good enough it doesn't it doesn't matter to me at all whether it's yeah I I get the argument of if you have a very good strong female coach of of an England national team then it might inspire other young female coaches to to come and do the same but like Phil Neville did a great job and yeah. you know he obviously took England to, to where they were mm. Serena Vigman's hoping to take them that mm. little step further and, and get them to go and win something I think that's the yeah. the next step but yeah if, if you're good enough and, and I think like I say male coaches it, throughout my career I can name yeah. a couple that have have really got the best out of me and probably played yeah. my best football for them sorry Sydney do you know like it's
1: interesting cause I remember speaking to Phil about like you know the, the, the challenges and it's so refreshing because to hear what you say like because it, it, it really doesn't matter right because he's whether it's a man or woman mm. but, but like feels was like he learned so much because he had females and his and he said yeah he's got daughters and he said he learned so much wow. about about women about, yeah about, and and how he said it's, it is different he said a lot of it's yeah. the same but there is different. so he, re- he helped him develop as
0: a coach what do you think the biggest challenge would be for a, if a, for a woman to go into that male environment if, if from your from your point so say for instance you took the shoes of a yeah. head coach what do you what do you think would be your
2: i think it's the pressure isn't it i think it's the pressure mm. i think it's the scrutiny on them because i yeah. think straight away it'll be like wow how are they going to do so yeah. it's there's a lot of pressure early on yeah. um i don't know what what would you guys mm. think if a female coach came in would, would you feel that they'd have to prove themselves I, first i, I think there
1: will be listen we have to be honest and you, you were stepping into a subject which is not something we but there will be a group of people yeah men who don't want change yeah. who would want it to fail you have to say there will be a group of people that'll be looking at but as I suppose it's like any manager goes into it there'll be people who want them to fail. but particularly for a woman I think there'll be a group of of people that want them to fail but there will also be a, a, a groundswell of support yeah. I think from the majority I mean if, if Emma took a job I'd be right behind the yeah. this is brilliant this is great you know and we're moving as a, we're moving in that direction, aren't yeah, we? Yeah. As a society, we're moving more equality and things like that, and it's it's good. But it, you're right; it's the pressure. Yeah. The first person, you know, the first of anything, you're going to take the arrows, aren't you? you you're, you're stepping out into the breach, so it's going to take a brave woman to 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 do that. And um, but it's going to—I I think it'd be exciting, I really yeah. do. Mm-hmm. And, and from a player's perspective, I think this generation of, of young players. Are more equipped because they 've been brought up in a different world I think yeah. if you twenty years ago, I think it'd have been so tough because of the mindset of the players that I first started it was very macho very um it was masculine but and so it would have been difficult, but I think these young players are ready for it now I really yeah. do i think I think they'll be, it would be she 'll be judged on. What she, her quality as a coach, yeah, because I think think that's what
2: I think as a player. I'd be like, if they're gonna make me better, they're gonna make the team better, they're gonna get us to win things,
0: then it doesn't
2: matter, does it? So,
0: well, look, you didn't choose to go into coaching and managing, you went into media, punditry, and I think you're, you know, one of the trailblazers to do it as well in in that side (laughs) of it. How You look like you enjoy it Because there's a smile On your I face all the time You know It yeah. seems like you love it and, you've, yeah. and it's sort of that pathway That you want to do
2: Yeah And all the way through My, my football career I've always enjoyed The media side I, I remember mm. in um, 2005 I got dropped from the, the Euros We had the home Euros I didn't get selected, absolutely gutted. Just I just mm. wanted to go away. You wanted to go on holidays, lay on yeah, a beach yeah. and just forget about it. And the BBC actually phoned me up and said, Do you want to become, you know, a, a pundit and, and yeah. do a little bit on this? And I was like, nah don't want to do it, just want to get away. Yeah. And I got convinced, spoke to quite a few people, really? and they said, Go and do it, like go yeah. and, you know, experience that side. And it was tough at first because yeah. you're you're sort of commentating on yeah. your mates, your teammates, yeah. your team that you want to be playing in. But I loved it and I got a real buzz out of and, it. Yeah. Still playing, did you still
1: play in there? Did you you got left out for yeah. what, form or for injury? Yeah,
2: well, I, I had a niggly... I had plantar fasciitis, right, which yeah. was just a niggly injury, but I wasn't yeah. performing I well. Yeah, it's just a, like an annoying yeah. injury. I could yeah. still play. Um, so my form wasn't wasn't where it should have been, and I, I yeah. should have got left out. You know, I wasn't yeah. in the, the levels that I should have been playing. But, yeah, I, I just... When I finished, I thought, i got a real buzz, and mm. it was something mm. that I've probably not had doing other things yeah. apart mm. from, from playing football. So whenever there was, like... I don't know, like an FA Cup final or if I ever got an opportunity to talk, I would always be, you know, a lot of people would go, no, it's, it's not for me. Whereas yeah. I was always, yeah, I enjoy this. So as soon as that was the thing, you know, about we, we spoke before the show about yeah. I haven't officially retired. Yeah, Still yeah. Think yeah. I can get out of there. <laughs> I <know>. We all <laughs> but do. <I> think, yeah, <laughs> but I think it's because... The Media started to take off, yeah. So I started yeah. to do more media and I had to make that decision. Mm. But I always thought, well, if it doesn't quite work, maybe I could go back and play for a yeah. little bit.
0: So, look, we're obviously we've all got into punditry and media, mm. you know. And it's, you get that it's, that buzz is very similar mm. to playing, isn't it? You know, that when you go on live and you go Right the countdown, you know, you auto cue and stuff, and that is same as going out appearing preparing for a game or you know, the first, for, you know, the last five seconds before kickoff. I don't know what you guys think, but like, I get this thing whenever I do a game.
1: And he's, uh, I I get like a little, a little knot. When I see the pitch, as I walk to the pitch, I'm like, I get a little knot in my stomach yeah. and I get a little bit of sadness. I think, ah, oh, mate, I'd love to be out of there. Yeah. And like, every game without foul, I have a moment. I'm standing there by the pitch. I think I'd do anything to be like my boots on there. And I, yeah. and I, I quickly check, you know what I mean, check myself. But I get that little, so there is part of me that, it, I, know, I know what you're saying, Sidney, like I get that buzz from it, but I'm st- but I, want, yeah, I want more Do you know what yeah, I mean yeah. I'll be mean, like one day I'll probably step into Management and see If yeah. that gives me But every I don't know yeah. Every game Without fail I have a little 30 seconds to myself Especially if a ball Gets rolled over to me And I just pop it back One
0: time Well you don't no, no, You don't You don't pop it back One time I've seen you take it You've got a step <laughs> home, you go back chop And you do a couple Kick-ups And you go Bosh Have that <laughs> Just let them know What it's all about isn't it?
2: But it's funny Because some players Finish don't they yeah. And just they don't want anything to do with it mm. you know they just walk away and, yeah. and and that's it or they they're not they don't miss the actual playing yeah. side they might go into media but they don't miss playing at all which yeah. i find quite strange because yeah. yeah i'm the same as you i yeah. i still love the game still love frank, frank
1: lampard don't miss it at all frank not really uh, rio
2: don't
1: miss it
0: wow yeah. That mad yeah yeah you can still play though couldn't you mm,
1: nah got, mm, i t- Mm. certain c- <laughs> certain um, you've got a 10-15 minutes.
0: I've got ten,
1: fifteen in me yeah in the right <laughs> team i am see that there Terry's over there <laughs> the edge, <isn't>
0: <laughs> <it>? <laughs> some of the places he tried to send me as well my lord we won't go into that <laughs> so, so so uh with the, of the media stuff is there anything that you enjoy most more than others like do you prefer co-coms or is it studio work analysis or is it just a whole yeah like
2: picture? a bit of everything yeah. really yeah so I quite I, I love the co it's different when you're in yeah. the game mm. isn't it and you yeah. can you can probably see a little bit more tactically and stuff yeah. um but i love doing yeah they're sort of you know you've got to just do updates that's quite good because you've got to like paint a picture so that's slightly mm. different um yeah, so I just... I like doing it all because at first it was just about I wanted to just be a pundit yeah. I thought that's like what everyone sort of did and everyone yeah. went into but then when you do the other things you you have to use different skills, don't yeah. you? Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Talk to me about the trolls sort of situation as well because that's, you know, you, you, you've got to be thick-skinned to be in yeah. football anyway but then when you come on the other side of it, I mean, yourself, Alex Scott, Karen Carney, yeah. you know, really high up there in terms of getting this sort of ball rolling about trolls and how hard has it been for you and online abuse?
2: It is tough, yeah. Mm. It's one of those that, when you commentate on women's football, it's it's normally very nice, you know, a lot of the yeah. stuff that you get back is just quite complimentary and, you know, we enjoy the coverage and, and stuff and then as soon as I moved over into the men's game, yeah, you do get a lot on social media, you get, yeah. and it's, you know, I always prepare, I'm like super prepared, yeah. I have like reams and reams of notes and I, you know, yeah. spend ages doing all my, like prep on players and, and you know, different stats and stuff and, and then you might just say like one thing slightly Mm. wrong which when it's live it's quite you know it it happens yeah and straight away someone will pick Mm. up if you slightly I don't know maybe don't say somebody's name quite right or Mm. and yeah you you just have to accept it and you shouldn't accept it but you sort of Do, do do you read them yourself or do you, do you engage in the social media yourself
1: is it something you you do enjoy yeah, I,
2: it, there's a lot of good I think comes out of social yeah, media yeah. isn't there you know you see a lot of good things there was something quite recently where there was a, a player for Doncaster Bells I don't know if you've seen that where she couldn't afford her the yes. operation yeah. Yeah. Um, so she put it out there people sort of tweeted a message and in the end yeah. it was Gary Lineker ended up yeah, sort of yeah. paying pretty much for her operation which it shouldn't have happened in the first mm. place but the fact yeah. social media can be used for, yeah. for good charity work and, and things mm. so I think it's important that we stay on there and and that you know interaction with the fans is is a nice thing to do and you get so many you might you might get sort of 20 comments and 19 of them might be so lovely yeah you just get the one comment that's not nice and that's the one Mm. you sort of remember yeah um but yeah i've just got used to now i don't i don't read it throughout a show i'd do it probably like the next day or afterwards which is
0: wrong you say that but you just get used to it now yeah it shouldn't be that should it no no it should be i mean can you see it Progressing and and you know, look. There's always going to be the minority. We understand that, yeah. but can you see the social media platforms clamping down and and sort of helping you? Really, they
2: need to. They need yeah. to. And and I know that people get it much worse than, than yeah. what I've had it. You know, there's some awful things that we've mm. seen on a regular basis. And I think that it keeps happening. They they have to do more, don't they? Yeah, they have to do more to try and try and stop it or yeah. or do something to the people that are um, it's sort of saying these abusive comments.
1: They, they do do. It's like it's such a it's, it's this new tool Social media Like we're all connected And sometimes you're right It brings out the worst thing and Then you've got the issue Of freedom of speech as well yeah. Which is, it comes into it and, and everything So it's such a tough thing I mean yeah. I, I personally I don't know about you City But I don't really um, I've never I'm not on any of the, I'm on Instagram But I'm not on it Properly, if you know, I'm not yeah. popping and I don't, I don't engage. But I see when I'm doing the punditry, yeah. I see where the lads are on it all the time. Scrolling through all this, yeah, at, you I'll know, and I'm like, like that no. I, 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 So I've never really engaged with it. like But if you if you are
0: someone who engages with it, it must be so difficult, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, you know I, mean? I mean, it's like it's like. I'm sure it's the same as the women's game as well When the, as soon as you get on the coach after yeah. you see players now back into my career straight on their phones really? whether they've a good game or a bad game yeah. and they're looking you know they're looking yeah. to see all the plaudits or yeah. you know, what's being said about me is like, like yeah. you're off looking at and then it's a few giggles down the back of the coach where someone's yeah. like oh, you know, he's getting absolutely battered yeah, yeah, like. yeah, yeah it's yeah, the worst yeah. thing there i yeah, it's I'm still m- looking yeah. it must be so and, and these, these lads as well
1: it's second nature It's yeah. like it's yeah. they, they, They've been brought up with, with it Do you know what I mean It's like <coughs> I'm, I'm still at that age Where For some reason They just miss me i have not something That's in my, my sphere I don't really do it well But you're right For young players It's not going away Because they're going yeah. to Everything's on the phone now Ain't it So yeah, yeah. It must be so yeah. difficult
0: Well look We absolutely love Your work that you're doing <laughs> yeah, On yeah. TV uh, Right So let's crack on The next part Is what really happened So What really happened Where well, we pick a moment From your career and we want to know more about it. So I'm going to go back to 2012. Oh no, I'm so bad. <laughs> your Doncaster Bells debut. You scored your first goal and then 10 minutes after oh. you get stretched off. Yeah. So take us back to that uh, that yeah. game that day.
2: Did my ACL. Yeah, I was, because again, we were talking off the show and I was sort of saying I wanted to sign for Doncaster Bells just because they're just a team that growing up they were yeah. always so successful and you know, they played at the Keep mode and I knew the manager really well. He was you know John Buckley ex yeah. left winger, so yeah. he was sort of he was saying I can make you a better player, you know, in your yeah. last stages of your career and stuff. And yeah, first game um, scored my first goal, made up, and then yeah, I did my ACL, which oh, was just I, I did I did my ankle, uh, I dislocated my ankle and broke my leg sort of ten years previous. Right. That was a nightmare to yeah. come back from, but my ACL was just. Frustrating and I think because I was a little bit older as well And mm. um, Obviously the Olympics were Were coming They were around the Gosh. corner So I was in the squad of 30 for that um, mm. so, so did you
0: realise that something was bad Did you know
2: yeah. yeah I knew straight away It was just I was literally just blocking a ball down the line So I was just You know Something you do a million yeah. times Don't you as a wide player And just As I jumped and twisted Funny I just heard it snap And I knew straight away It was something pretty bad And um, Yeah I got stretched off So I think I was out about nine or ten months right. it took me I thought I was going to come back in the six seven month and then I pulled my calf just oh. as I was like getting back mm. into full training how, me out how,
1: a how was longer. you when you how was you after that Sue did you ever feel like you got back to your best after that because no. I was the same when yeah. after my ACL, I'd done it in 2010 just to yeah and I, I, I don't think looking back on it now I never quite hit the heights as a player yeah and was that, after that was that physically or was that mentally or was that a bit of both uh Definitely physically, yeah. City, because um, I didn't just do my ACL. I'd done, I'd done everything. Yeah. ACL, PCL, MCL, both cartilages. Like, and the same thing. It was just a generic, just a turn. Right. Yeah. And the doctor, I remember the doctor saying to me, like, how did you do this? Was it a bad tackle? Because he said, like, this was a really bad one. Like, my knee was hanging on by one ligament. And then, then so afterwards, the way I played, I was a, I was twisting and turning. I couldn't, I lost the yard, and I couldn't twist and turn as quickly as, and and also, if I if I if I misjudged, no. When you catch if you catch a ball wrong, it hurts, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. So it really hurt on my knee. If I caught a volley wrong or something like that, it wouldn't just be the normal pain where you oh I caught it at the end of my toe. It'll be like it send a shooting pain. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's a horrible thing. But I think I look at players now who come back from ACLs and they're coming back in six months and they look fine. So yeah. it'd be interesting what they do in terms of getting them back now. What what's the new the new Things move on, don't
0: they? Yeah. Yeah. How was you throughout that sort of rehab spell? Because, look, we've all been injured. I've been injured Mm -hmm. as well. Injury, unfortunately, ruined, well, I say ruined my career, ended my career. Yeah. with that nine months that you was out there, you go through some dark days. Did you have the support mm. that you had there or yeah. how did you cope?
2: Yeah, I was, I was quite lucky. I had quite a lot of support. And, you know, I, I went to the EIS in Sheffield and they, so my physio was Jess Ennis's physio. So I remember walking right. in and Jess Ennis was walking out oh, the first nice. day. And I thought, wow, I've got a good physio here. (laughs) And he was brilliant. And I just worked with him sort of one-to-one until I got to the stage where I could go back to the club and um, and sort of work with the club physio and the the club doctor and stuff. But, yeah, it's just hard, isn't it? Because you're you're in a gym and you're working and you see your teammates out on the training field. And that's difficult. That was... um, Even going to games, I used to hate going to games. And that sounds awful because you want to support your team. But I was just like, I just want to be out there. And you know that it's a long-term thing. So it's not like i don't know it's a tweak of your hammy and you're going to be Mm. back in a couple of weeks you know that it's like nine ten months and that was the you just had to i had to really set myself little targets i don't know if Mm. you did the same so it was like after a month i want to be doing this and after two months i want to be doing this and you know that's that's the way i i Mm. got through it but then when you have those setbacks that's when it's hard because you know like i say i thought i was coming back and then i pulled my car off so you go through it all again you're like oh God, when am I actually yeah. going to
0: get back? And they always put the gym that they face in the, training, they the do. training pitches. Why <laughs> I do know. they do that? Yeah, I know. I know. Man, you're on a treadmill or you're just on the, on the row and uh, like you just see the, 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 the teammates training outside. Yeah. And it's a killer. You I'm, actually
2: work harder, don't you? I right?
0: know. you're <laughs> injured. <laughs> I remember coming back from my um, knee at Cobham,
1: I wanted to go out. I was on his bike every day. I went, listen, I'm done with this bike. I said to the physio, I need to get out on the bike I've never been on a road bike before so I don't know I didn't know the rules and regulations you know the helmet and all that so they found me a bike at Cobham and I've gone I didn't take my phone like an idiot I went right I'm going I'm just going to go for a steady one for like an hour I went about an hour and a half away and the uh, (laughs) (laughs) the chains come off keys like the chains come off I'm there in me like this the deeper starts sorry like at the height of playing for Chelsea I was gone for about four or five hours <laughs> everyone's thinking I've come off like they're ringing the, ringing the authorities like they couldn't find me yeah so
0: that yeah, was, yeah, that and was and an you adventure. don't know no one's number you don't know it's auto like you just yeah, yeah. click a button and yeah. they just go through you're like what's the number of the training ground yeah so yeah I remember that and then what was important in my rehab as well
1: because I know what I'm like Like probably like, you see, like I didn't like going to the games I said look I was, they, 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 they went through with the doc they went through like you're going to be out for like between nine and twelve months with this one because he's gonna. It was two operations, bam, bam, bam. And okay, so we're gonna we're gonna schedule in some some rest and recuperations. Like, all right, then. Nice. Thought so we talking. He went. Well, where do you want to go? I went. Like, I'm like, is this on the club? <laughs> 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 and I knew. I Well, quite like Vegas. No, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm like, all right, we can do that. Right, so i have got And then uh, Ricky Atten had a fight. In Vegas, But right? He didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was scheduled into my rehab, you know, like to, like one month strength and conditioning, like this one bang, 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 like Vegas, right, like I had five
0: days in Vegas. So when it said Tuesday, poor recovery, we, 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 yeah. <laughs> <What is> it was Wet Republic. It was, mate, it was unreal. Oh,
1: brilliant. Just doing my rehab in Vegas. They could send me over there for a little program, the lads, you know, I a bit of that. paper. Brilliant. They got parked up for a
2: Chelsea lads might start getting <laughs> 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 it. Is me in Sheffield? This one's yeah. in Vegas, all right? right isn't
0: it? <laughs> Let's get back to the Premier League. Look, who's caught your uh, who's got your eye so far this season, teams wise? It's hard to pick a minute soon yeah. I mean, the
1: top the top four. You know, Man United have obviously still look like they got problems, but I think I really genuinely don't know. See that it's Chelsea, Man City, or Liverpool going to win this league and. F- we have got three world class football teams. Yeah. Proper world class. Yeah. Like, best in Europe. You I, Them three. Man United, I still think there's holes. i was going to say that. Not mentioned yeah. Man United. Are
0: you they've got the squad no but
2: yeah see I think start of the season I Mm. I certainly thought that the the players that they they brought in Mm. you look at Varane Mm. brilliant. what they needed you look at Sancho's not quite sort of hit the heights as we expected just taking a little bit of time to adapt I'm sure he will and then the Ronaldo sign I think everyone thought wow here we go but yeah they just don't look Mm. they just look a little bit disjointed don't they Mm. did did they need that holding midfielder I think they did that world class holding midfielder just seems like teams like Tilleman's just played the ball through the middle at ease, didn't he, yeah, the weekend. Yeah. So I just feel he's trying to sort out that middle of the park area.
1: Fred and McTominay, I don't feel like... I like I really like McTominay, yeah. but as a pair, yeah. I'd like McTominay... Pogba in that position, I think he almost needs to um, give himself to the team city. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like In terms of like he's a great player, Pogba... But what Man United need is him to play deeper mm. and really
0: be disciplined and give the ball to Ronaldo, give yeah. the ball to yeah. Sancho, Greenwood. Yeah, you know, he's not the same player, is he? For 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 Man U where where yeah. he's for France, he just feels yeah. like there's so much more that he can give yeah. the Man United. Show. Do,
1: do you think Solskjaer can go to him and say, "Do that for me for a season"? This is and and he, and he can do it disciplined for ninety minutes. You know, because you you can't have too many. Greenwood, Sanchos, yeah. Fernandez. Yeah. Got, now that the attacking threat f- f- that he's got is phenomenal, oh. isn't it? Yeah, you, you, you need that base. I mean, Tom and Tom gives you... I like... F- you f- need Frento's the cement day. between you, the bricks. You yeah. do. I like that, <laughs> <laughs> If You like that? I'm going to use that one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you think they're always going to score goals, aren't they, with the quality that yeah. they have? But it's yeah. more like individual moments yeah. of brilliance rather than like collectively mm. as a team.
0: Well, look, they're on a tough run at the moment. They've mm. had some poor results. Mm-hmm. They come up against yeah. Liverpool on the weekend. If... Liverpool get a result Can you see Oli Losing his job Not so much Straight after But can you see him Or do you reckon He's here for the season Who's out there Who's out
1: there Who, who, who's out there I who, would, who would go in I, I think I'm going to throw A name out there Listen, I, I don't like doing this Because I don't know Oli But he's a, li, li, I suppose if you're Manchester United manager it, There's going to be There's going to be Pressures so, yeah, yeah I think Conte Would be the obvious Choice Right You, you know if if it if it gets to that,
0: and all even listen, with that attacking sort of lineup, because he's quite sort of rigid, isn't he I know he sort of likes a counter-attacking team as well, but, but, but I think at some point, then players
1: have got, to, them players have got to look at themselves. Yeah, I think Gary Neville. I think he, he was he was excellent when he when he. I think he broke it down in terms of like the off the ball. It's 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 what Manchester United need to do. It's yeah. the pressure, and the, and they should be fit enough and strong enough to do it for ninety minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Off the ball, and Conte, when he was at Chelsea, off the ball, they become so resolute. He still had Hazard, Pedro, great players. So I think he he'd be an option. So I think Ole needs he needs he needs the he needs a good run. But we've been here before with Ollie, yeah. by the way, and he yeah. turned it around yeah. Yeah. you're right. So you
2: know. I think he'd give him that organisation which they yeah. need defensively. So yeah, yeah, maybe that's a a good shout because there's certainly pressure on Ole isn't mm. there? But like you say, he's managed to turn it around, yeah. and what. What game
0: to do it in, the yeah, game against Liverpool. Yeah. Well, I mean, talking of big clubs, we speak about a manager now um, that's been linked with Spurs in the summer, Graham Potter from yeah. Brighton. How impressed have you been? You know, I finished at Brighton, so I just sort of come to the end of it, you know, my career, just see him sort of stepping in. So mm. watching him train and, and do this stuff. But how impressed have you been with him and Brighton? Because he's gone playing some really good stuff, hasn't he?
1: Yeah. No, I, I think he's different classes. I, I love what he does. I love how his team just set up, organised, you know, he don't look like your archetypal manager. He's off the new school. Mm. Um, obviously, he's been a player, but he, he got into coaching early, and he's yeah. gone. He's learned his craft. He's come back. I think the, everything at Brighton, I think, is outstanding. I, yeah. I love
0: it, and I love the way they play. And I think, I think people are going to be knocking on the door for him. He's, he's definitely a forward-thinking manager. I mean, yeah. Like, so you, um, you'd have watched a lot of his games, and he's one of them that. Not afraid to go and go, go right three changes, yeah. Start with one formation, end up yeah. with a different yeah. formation yeah. in the game. He's a real forward thinking, you know, mm. on, on just on the front foot all the time yeah. manager, which is, I think, what is required to be yeah. that next step yeah. up. So, look, they played Man City on the weekend. Do you think you could go and
2: get a result? tough one against Man City isn't it You
0: uh. <laughs> <laughs> ain't that good, Sid. come on please. <laughs> hey watch this we'll see we'll see we talk about experience managers so you're an Everton fan is that right um, yeah what was your uh, what was your feelings when Rafa Rafa Benitez took the took the hot seat there
2: I was quite mixed I think the, really yeah the, I had so many sort of Everton fans friends mm. that were messaging me going what on earth are Everton doing yeah. you know this is a this is a bad move and yeah. I was a bit like I see that because I see the whole small yeah. club and yeah, the whole yeah. Liverpool connection but at the same time he's a very good manager mm. and I thought Everton needed something a bit mm. structured obviously mm. Carlo Ancelotti you know what yeah. a, what coup that was for Everton yeah. but then he, he went and it was it, they were linked with a lot of, of names mm-hmm. um, and I was just a case of just give him the benefit of the doubt let's see mm. what happens yeah. and He's done brilliant, you know. I think with with what he's he's had in terms of you know injuries to key players, with mm. Calvert Lewin out. Yeah. I think the drop off then to Iwobi and, and Rondon is is quite a big a big yeah. drop off, quite a big gap between those two. But he's got them organised. Mm. He's got them playing a certain way because you could see at the start of the season he was like, "What's Everton's assets? Calvert Lewin, get him in the box, get them, yeah. get deliveries into the box to him because he'll yeah. score your goals." And then he, bless him, went and got mm. injured. Um, but. The, the two sign-ins, you know, um, have been absolutely brilliant.
0: Right, so talking about Rafa, let's go back to one of his former clubs, Newcastle. We've just learnt this morning about Steve Bruce, wow. left the club by mutual consent. What's the, What's your whole views on, first of all, the takeover, and then obviously manager-wise, but... Takeover wise It's huge really Isn't it Takeover wise Yeah
2: oh, it's huge And it's something That Newcastle have wanted For, for many many years mm. And you kept thinking It was going to happen It didn't quite happen You could just see By the, the celebration Of the Newcastle yeah. fans They were absolutely mm. delighted And yeah they, They're obviously One of the, the big boys Aren't they They're, yeah. they're looking the to The big boy Yeah, the <laughs> big boy, yeah. <laughs> With the amount of money And, and it, you know It's not going to happen overnight You, you could see By the performance yeah. at, the, at the weekend There's a lot that needs To be done there There's a lot of players That, that mm. need to come in You know, I was going through The squad and I was thinking mm. If they're going to win The Premier League they're going to go and win the Champions League how many players realistically would stay in that side
1: two well, maybe maybe one or two yeah. yeah yeah. Sam Maxim but he needs to he needs to kick on it's interesting you know because of the, the only benefit they've got coming in now to Saudis and taking over is they've got to, they get to they've seen the Man City project they've seen the Chelsea project yeah. and they could learn from that so what they need they need to first of all so they need, they've need they got to stay up so they need yeah. there needs to be three or four players that come in in January capable of of, of, of making sure that there's no danger of them getting relegated Do,
0: do, do you think people are overlooking this? Because there, there's a yeah. lot of talk about yeah. Champions League And winning this and winning yeah. that But they're yeah. banging trouble, no? A, and, yeah. and also, the fact that they've got rid of Steve
1: Steve Bruce, 1,000 games at the weekend, right? Yeah. If you The first thing you walk through the door is right, We need to be in this Premier League Because that will set us If we're not in the Premier League It sets our project back three years yeah. So we need to, first of all, let's secure that Right, there's a budget for that Right, What manager what manager's capable of keeping us in the Premier League? Let's have a look who's available out there. Steve Bruce would come into that thing. So for me, you go, and Newcastle fans won't thank me for saying this, but you go, right, we'll keep Steve. You get three or four players in. But what happens, City, is you bring them three or four players in. Let's just throw names out there. Um, Aaron Ramsey, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, Jesse Lingard, maybe. You know, you bring them players in. Now, you stay up. Next year, you finish tenth. Then year after that, all of a sudden, you're, you're bringing in more players. in, but now you're bringing the next run of players. Yeah. You know, and then then players that you brought in to keep you up are on yeah. five year contracts. And now, all of a sudden, you've got a squad of twenty five players. You're going for Champions League football now, three years down the line. And you, but you've got seven or eight players in your squad that are surplus to requirements now. So, yeah. it, it happened at Man City. You know when they got the initial players in, yeah. and then when the when the real big hitters come in, <clears> then you got to get rid of them, and they don't want to go because they're on big money, and so yeah. it, it, they're going to have to spend money. Yeah. But, uh, first things first, you've got to stay in the division. Yeah.
2: So Do you think they've got? Sorry, do you think they're going to like be clever with the loan market, like bring in the players that aren't playing it? Some of the big clubs, like. But no, no listen, bored. no, no,
1: so no, um, no, reputable football club is going to. They know
0: have got the money. They've got the, they've money, got the so. money. So yeah. they go, oh, we want
1: to take them on loan? Right, we'll have, we'll have. Uh, first of all, don't talk to us unless you give us a £5 million loan fee. Yeah. yeah. And so That's they're going to get, it's going to be difficult for them. I question who they've got on the football side of things, because mm. who's going to help them, you know, because you can have all the money in the world and it not be important, but you, you don't want to get effectively um, taken, taken for a ride. And yeah. there's plenty of football. There's plenty of people In this game Who will take people Like
0: that for a ride So they need to do it Very clever You make well, like a
2: strategy Don't you a Strategy yeah. you Well that's what I was Going to
0: say This is totally different takeover To the mm. likes of The Man City one And the Chelsea one Because yeah. there was A nucleus already yeah. In them squads Wasn't yeah. there Whereas yeah. this is Near enough a total rebuild isn't yeah.
2: it yeah and it is you need a strategy you need yeah. people in the right positions making those big decisions and cause like we've said it's not going to happen overnight it's going to be a gradual process isn't it and the yeah. first thing now is make sure they stay in the league Yeah,
1: they need good players through the door city so Yeah, uh, good players who've known the Premier that's what I said on top of my head I said Aaron Ramsey he's not playing at Juventus yeah. a good player you know he's better yeah. than what you've got yeah. Jesse Lingard he's not playing enough maybe he'll fancy that as a yeah. challenge Definitely. you bring two of them players and plus another two mm-hmm. you probably say you fancy them Over 20 games Whatever's left Once you get to January To finish above Burnley Finish above Norwich Finish above Watford Finish above Who else is down there well, it Just If you finish above Anyone. them You stay up Yeah of course you know I mean? so,
0: so look we, you, you spoke there About having someone in charge Behind the scenes mm. Now let's talk about Obviously the hot seat Because Steve Bruce has gone Yeah mm. Who do you see I mean look, they've got money To go out and buy someone Yeah If they mm. wanted to who, who could you see taking that job?
2: It's like who's available, isn't it? And I suppose it, it's got to be someone that's going to be able to build and, and it's starting from, not starting from scratch, but mm. starting from a position where, first and foremost, they have to make sure that they don't get relegated. Yeah. Then it's a case of building. It depends how long-term it's going to be. Mm. Then it's a case of, are you going to be challenging for the Premier League at, at some point? Mm. So it's like, who's available? I don't know. I know Martinez was was one of the names that... So would you say It's
0: more experience That they need Rather than someone like mm. A Steven Gerrard Or Frank Lampard Because experience. they're all Getting touted in there Aren't they
2: Yeah I think experience Is a
1: yeah. most, uh, I I agree I think I think like I said You, you want It's stages isn't it You need someone like Martinez He knows the Premier League Eddie Howe Knows the Premier League um, Conte I don't I think We're just assuming Conte's going to sit there And go hold on Yeah Oh, no thanks but no thanks come back to me in two years time yeah, yeah that's, that's the one yeah. I mean, isn't the, it it's the, the,
0: not necessarily you don't really want to go in there and be the first manager yeah. or that, that first sort of crop of players you mm-hmm. want to be the next load that yeah. goes in when it's just got yeah. to the next stage
1: because ima- imagine that you bring a big name manager in right you, you, you still got November and December to navigate with that group of players right I think Steve went out there the other day against Spurs and he went like he sort of he, sort of, he knew he was on the way out he yeah. must have done and, and they played an open football which is the, what the Geordies want they want to play but they're not capable of doing that because they haven't got the security at the back they were just getting played through by a very average Spurs team yeah. and if they need five at the back what Steve was doing with them to get the results for they got a decent bit of pace on the break and they could, they, but they, they, they can't compete in the Premier League if they open up do you know what I mean They, yeah. they, they yeah. ain't got the players in the, in, Certainly in the back end Of the pitch To keep enough clean sheets They need bodies In that position
2: Not sure they've got The fitness levels either You know It yeah. seemed to be like First <coughs> 15 minutes They could do it Couldn't they It was yeah. real intense Pressing and, But they just couldn't Sustain that over 90 minutes
0: Right Talking about the Managerial hot seat We've got some Coral Odds for you here Coral will give you 4-1 to one If you think uh, Paolo Fonseca The former Roma manager Will be the next Newcastle boss Or you yeah. can get Odds of 9-2 to two If you think Frank Lampard Will be the one to replace mm. Steve Bruce what uh, well, about any of them two? We had Frank on a few weeks ago We know he's, he's itching to get back um,
1: I think that's a safe I think Frank's a safe pair of hands I know he's only been managing for a few years two 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 and a half years But he knows the Premier League mm. inside out he, he, he can lean on Yeah, He can lean on so many people uh, He's got his uncle Harry I think Frank would be a safe pair of hands. I yeah. think, um, and 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 possibly quite possibly Frank, with his experience of playing at Chelsea, he, he's he's had a front row seat mm. of of all the you know he knows how a dressing room will be. Say for instance, you're a Newcastle player, and they pull off the coup of all coups, and they bring in Icardi into the dressing room. He knows how that's that's going to affect the dressing room. How's yeah. that's going to effect do you know what I mean so yeah. that, that, there's a currency in that I, I think Frank's a sensible
0: bet for the draft and do you think he would have that level of respect when they start signing that oh, top edge on players away. and they're coming under yeah. Frank he's yeah. got that level because he's yeah. been a player and he done not yeah. well as a manager as well yeah. Yeah. he would he would yeah. instant that. respect yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. think so and
2: that, I totally agree I think all the experiences that, that yeah. he's got as a player and, and as a manager as well um, yeah. yeah I agree
0: okay right let's get on to the uh, Coral Football Super Series I'm going to ask each Four simple questions About Man United Versus Liverpool Quick fire answers Yeah Okay right. Quick fire. So Who will win the match Liverpool uh, Sorry Man United Versus Sue's Liverpool Sue's not uh, going to back Liverpool uh, too. Uh, Ultra, Can I say anyway. a draw <laughs> Say what you are
2: <laughs> No I'm going to go Liverpool Really Three city. Yeah.
0: yeah I'm
1: going to go Liverpool I think they're Yeah
0: An away winner I'll try I mean they're in the form
1: yeah. yeah Who's going to get the first goal Got to be the main man in Salah. <laughs> yeah. Salah mate, you can't miss at the moment. Yep. Yeah. yeah.
2: So we go money. Money,
0: yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, here's one for you. How many corners? This is a this is a funny one. This, this is, the, is a funny one. Cool and one. And I don't think I've got it right yet, have I? Oh. No? Alright, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go twelve. It's normally around that 9, 10, 11 yeah. mark, isn't it? Twelve, I'm gonna go. Twelve corners. Eleven. Eleven. 11. How many <laughs> players will be carded? feisty
1: I feel like Manchester United will be ill disciplined in this game especially if they go a goal down at home you see it being feisty now some of the players that are there no I think it'll be not feisty I think it'll be um, temperamental and catty yeah. I, I think I think, the, I think the Manchester United players I think they're under huge pressure to win this game mm-hmm. and if it ain't I think they could be a little bit of a toys at the pram moment I think by uh, some of them um, so I think there'll be I think five cards Ooh. Two
2: cards
0: I Three Three Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, fancy, I fancy sending off as well Wow but Yeah I think that'll be a decent bet It's a new one Yeah Okay people at home You can uh, <coughs> head over to Coral.co.uk Answer the questions correctly To win cash prizes But please gamble responsibly We are big advocates Of we gambling are. responsibly here um, More Coral odds uh, That's just come in Coral will give you 40 to 1 If you think Mo Salah will score a hat trick at the weekend, I think that is phenomenal odds. I do. Yeah, I do. 40 to 1. We said Salah could give you the first goal scorer. A few penalties, maybe. 40
1: to 1 you can get for a hat trick. And you're arguably talking about the the best player in the world
0: at the moment, aren't you? In current form. So So it's decent. Yeah right okay well so absolute pleasure thank you so much for coming on thanks Thanks, Sue thanks
2: for inviting me you've made the debut go really seamless (laughs) to me can we just
0: say a little mention (laughs) about City's debut
2: (laughs) 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 in the hot seat as well I know brilliant unbelievable
0: yeah first impressions count and might be (laughs) here for the next one (laughs) we'll see remember you can find us on Joe's YouTube channel uh, or wherever you get your podcasts you'll be listening to All To Play For podcast brought to you by Joe and Coral see you soon You've been listening to All To Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral.